Listener Production. G'day legends and welcome to another RIP episode of the Auntie Donna podcast. This week, new dad Tom gets fatherhood advice from non-dads Mark and Zach. Remember, if you're loving the Auntie Donna pod, you can get access to bonus episodes and the video versions at auntiedonnaclub.com. Enjoy the podcast. Do you want to start it? I'm happy to start it. Do you want to start it? You start it. Do you want to rock off for who starts it? No, you start it. Mm. I don't think I should start it based on the fact I didn't know what the idea was 30 seconds ago. That's fair. And you can keep all of this, James. Hello, and welcome to the Auntie Donna podcast. We have a very special podcast for everyone today. Mm, Yeah. Something that uh, we don't usually get to look into. A very serious topic. Of course, um, Broden Kelly is dead. And uh, was mm-hmm. unable to join us today because mm. um, because he is deceased. He died. What did, where did he get his dick caught? In a drawer? In a windmill in Denmark. A windmill in Denmark. It was in a windmill in Denmark. Yeah. But that was unrelated. That so was So when unrelated. he got his dick caught in a windmill in Denmark. He was trying to fight it. And also it didn't rip it off. He just spun <laughs> around. Yeah. He spun around with that windmill. Mm. The reason he died, again, was not the drawer. No. No. Because the dick, he just kept his dick in the drawer. Yeah. The reason he died was a brain hemorrhage. Mm. <laughs> Caused by a broken heart. Mm. Caused. Isn't that crazy? By mm. the windmill breaking up with him. Well, it broke his heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It broke his heart, it broke his <laughs> dick, and then it broke his brain. And isn't that a lesson to be learned? And, and it all sort of works thematically because today we're talking about Fatherhood. Mm. So Broden's not here. No. One, he'll be back next week. Maybe. Unless we release all the ones where he wasn't here in one, but I think that would be silly. Yeah, no, we'll mix it up. He'll be back next week. Maybe. I, I, maybe. Maybe. Because you never know. You never know. Unless we want to lock it in now. Do you want to lock it in? I, I would say yes, he's going to be back next week. James, can we make sure that Broden is back next week? I'll be sure. If his dick's okay. <laughs> Well, it's, wow. it's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Broden, Broden is not dead, and I don't know about his dick. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know nothing about his dick. I've but seen he, it. Uh, I'm sure I did in a change room once. But, but what I will say to you is that Broden will be back next week. In the meantime, we have a new special guest. Mm. A very new special guest. One that I think our listeners are familiar with. Mm. Uh, he's the voice of um, the intro most of the times. Except that one time he took a week off. And people were mad. They were they so they? mad. People were mad. They were so angry. They, they were love just confused. you, Tom. They thought I was dead. The love for you is uh, it's palpable. Mm. Tom did, doesn't know how loved he is. No. He doesn't. He doesn't really. He goes, oh, I'll, just, I'll just take Whatever, a week off. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I was for like, get me out of the intro. No, and, and then there was outrage, hubbub. In time, we will uh, transition you out yes. of that. Yeah. But we're not going to do it. We're not going to rip Tom away from you, dear Of course listeners. not. No. In fact, we have someone very, very special here. Someone who uh, I love. And someone who a Thank new... You. A, no, not we you. We also have Tom. No, not you. <laughs> although I do love you. Thank you. Um, uh, deeply. And, uh, but I also love this, this guest. Uh, their name is Tom. We've already introduced you, haven't we? Yeah, no. We're yeah. introducing the concept now. The concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, God. I thought we'd be fine without Broden. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just a bit confused because we just cut a bit uh, where I talk about and beep this. Um, but you can beep that. And so now I've got a bit lost off track because we cut a bit. And, yeah. uh, and trust me, it, was, it needed to be cut. Um, it's, and now people are going to be like, oh, I wonder what it was. Yeah, it's, well, fuck them. Figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> like it was, yeah, it's fine. Blow my yeah. mouth so they can't see it. It wasn't offensive. No, it was just a little uh, un- un- uncouth. Mm. It was a little dangerous. A little dangerous. dangerous. It was a dangerous idea. And none of us are dangerous, Dave. No. On Triple M. No. Um, Tom, <laughs> yeah. what's your name? Tom. We've introduced Tom. Welcome yes. to the show. Now introduce yeah. the concept. The concept is Tom uh, spoofed out a little kid. Yes. Didn't you? Yes. Well, we spoof out millions of kids every day. Mm. Um, but one of those kids found an eggy. Yeah. Found. One of those sperms found an eggy. Mm. Yeah. One of those little spoofs. Found a little eggy, uh, would have gotten into that eggy in the fallopian tube, mm. which I didn't realize happened. Until what do you mean? What's that? Uh, so the egg is inseminated. Uh, is insemina- inseminated? Inseminated. 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 I like presume insem- insem- inseminated. Sem- inseminated in the tube, and then it works its way uh, into the uh, the baby hole or whatever that bit's called. Cool. The and uterus. Now Zach's gonna sing us Gethsemane from Jesus Christ Superstar. Why? Because it sounds like inseminate. I wanna know, I wanna know my Lord. I wanna know, I wanna know my Lord. Why should I die? Ooh. Why should I? I don't remember the words. It's early in the morning. Great, too. great, uh, yeah. great. That was really good. Thank you. It's fantastic. Beautiful voice. Beautiful pipes Thank there. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much. Um, something else that has beautiful pipes is your home. Where your child is. Yeah. You just I'm get, just trying to tie just, that in. Just get it. Just get, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just say the setup. <laughs> the setup is that uh, Tom has recently given birth to a child. A bouncing baby boy. <laughs> a bouncing baby boy. Uh, who I must say is, uh, and, and I mean this quite genuinely, your child is not ugly. No. It's quite cute. And I'm sorry yeah. for saying it's. I have I I have my own thing going on with uh, kids. Um, uh, he is. You know what? I got to be real with you here. The 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 dangerous part of what you were saying was not the it. What it was the window before you said cute, and after you said the child was not ugly. Mm. I was like, please. Well, say cute. some <laughs> some babies, and I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, ugly. Some ugly. babies are ugly. Some and babies that doesn't are ugly. mean they grow into an ugly person. Mm. Often no. they do. Proof is in the pudding. <laughs> Look at Mark Bonanno. Um, just joking. I'm fine. <laughs> Mark, just say the just say the concept. Well, because Tom has uh, has this child. You call it a child. A child yeah. yeah, has this child now. Sleeps in a crib. Uh yes. Yep. <laughs> in it's, your room or in uh, has a has a separate room. He has his own room, but we've really? been having some issues. What issues? Um, so well, see, we we will get to the issue. Okay. Oh well, this leads up. But here, I was about to get into the. I, I've lost all faith in you. No, don't, don't, <laughs> please. I am your Jesus Christ. Let Super me star. let me be your guide in this world. But I'm Judas, don't you see? You motherfucker. No, Sam Jesus. is Judas. Oh, well, oh you've no, started to Judas. believe. Yeah, you've been the cast things as I see of you. Well, we are gonna we're gonna. Tom has been having some issues. Yeah. Um, not that many. No, no. I don't think that's how we should couch this. <laughs> well, he said we've had yeah, some issues. That's, so that's why, why I was saying that. let's not talk yeah. to him until 
I don't want to couch it in you having issues. You're yeah. a great dad. Everyone yeah. has issues, you know. That's absolutely. Um, yeah. uh, so Zach and I are going to give Tom some advice on how to be the best father he can be. Mm. And uh, now, Zach, what is your experience with fatherhood? I have a dad. Yes. Nice. Stan. Um, I've been watching Star Trek Next Generation. Mm. And nice. I think while uh, Picard is bad with children, that's one of his character traits. Yeah, right. He's a father figure. He's a fantastic leader. Mm. Mm. And you have and, a dog. And I have a dog. Which yes. is the same as Which raising a child. Yeah. Well, I have a dog with profoundly fucked up <laughs> skin problems. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a step closer. <laughs> yes. I would never say that having a dog is like having a child, but I have to bathe this dog m- more, m- more, like closer in regularity to how often you have to bathe a it's child. It's probably akin to having a child with uh, 24-7 chicken pox. No, it's akin to having a dog with 24-7 chicken pox. <laughs> mm. And a kid, it, it's, a, it's akin to having a kid with zero issues that can bathe itself nice. most mm. days. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a dog requires less care mm. than a child. But this dog requires more care than a dog. Yeah. yeah. So right. it gets it about a third of the way to a child. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's some great experience there uh, that I'm sure. Mark, what experience? We've set up the concept, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. giving fatherly We're give advice. Fatherly advice what, ad- what experience do you have as a, as a, as a father or in fatherhood? Well, uh, I, I too have a, have a dad, mm-hmm. Carmelo. Charlie. We've yes. met Carmelo. Um, I've seen Boyhood. I love Boyhood. Uh, which is, I love that movie too, which is close to fatherhood some ways mm. and i'm not a dad but i hope i'm on my way to being a daddy if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah you got a couple of years on you but yeah mm. um so can that's we it. talk about boyhood you want to talk about have you seen the movie boyhood no well then that's not gonna tell me all about it you know if broden he was here he'd be like no let's keep to the joke <laughs> But not you guys today. are free. We're going to fucking ignore you and talk about boyhood. <laughs> we can talk about boyhood. If you maybe haven't seen as, boyhood. Maybe if it comes up again. If you haven't seen boyhood, check it out. That's what I say to the listener. It's great. Um, if you like Auntie Donna, I can in no way say whether you'll like boyhood. No, it's, it's, yeah. they're such different. It's only three-hour drama. Um, very naturalistic. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful film. But I can't say, yeah, I can't say whether you'll like it or not based on the fact that you're listening to this podcast. Mm. No idea. No idea. No idea. It would be like, I'd need to get a good sense of the other sort of media you consume on it. I think I'd need to triangulate. I'd need two other pieces of media that are different from this. Yeah. And then maybe I could get an idea like the Netflix algorithm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So Tom, what issues have you been having? I, I brought up crib earlier yep. brought up a uh, crib and and your child's uh can we say your child's name yeah atlas yeah we like to call him book yep i don't i would never do that <laughs> i do it all That's the, the time child for the rest of their life i don't think we should make jokes about it i think it's just a fun little uh oh no no i think that's fun that you do it yeah but i personally take it very seriously mm. but i don't have an issue with you making a joke about it mm. now i know that doesn't make any sense mm. That's the joke. And that's the joke. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Yeah. What's going on with this crib? 
you ask us questions, we'll give advice. Think yep. of us as um, that guy that wrote the books. Mm-hmm. Dr. You know, Carl? The, no. Dr. Zeus? No. Encyclopedia Zeus Britannica. starts with S. I want to say Spock, but that's just because I got Star Trek. Zeus Star. starts with an, with an S. It's yeah. Dr. Zeus. Zeus. No, he writes Zeus. the books with parental advice. He wrote the Dr. original Zeus wrote book. Some parental and in advice the 70s, books. it was, well, no, he wrote books about funny little rhyming creatures. Mm. Not like Mr. Oedipus and all that. No, Oedipus gave bad advice. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, Oedipus. <laughs> no, I mean the guy who wrote about the Oedipus complex. No, that's Freud. Also oh, bad Freud. advice that's... to parents. Yeah. No, yeah. there was a guy in like the 60s or 70s who wrote a book about how to be a parent, and it was the first time people referred to books instead of their own parents. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. You know, that was the, the phenomenon yeah. of like going, rather than just calling up your mom or your dad mm. and saying, what should I do now? And your mom or your dad saying, well, you push down the trauma of the wards. Yeah, yes. 100%. You, rather, instead of that, they would read this book. I want you to think of me as yeah. that guy. And it's so interesting how fucking um, out of date our parents are. That's been a big experience. Yeah, my parents expired a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. In um, terms of advice giving. <laughs> it was very clever. I mean, uh, very they, clever. I don't want to speak, you know, I don't want to make assumptions, but. Mm. We're of the generation that had our bottoms spanked. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Put on our tummies. Fed water. Put on our tummies. Put on our tummies. What do you mean? So parents used to put their babies down on their tummies. And since they flipped them on the back, SIDS has gone down to like 3% well, I mean, that makes compared sense. to whatever that it was. That makes sense. But it's just when, you know, when our parents were growing up and stuff. Yeah. They used to tell us as kids to put our nose up when our noses were bleeding. Mm. Yeah. Now they say put it down. Put it down. I think Evolution. we've got the name of the author. Benjamin Spock. You were hey! Benjamin <laughs> Spock. Spock. You had I, been I wasn't Star thinking Trek. I wasn't thinking of Spock, but Spock is one of them. Yes, Spock is one of them. <laughs> it's so, not the right one. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Tom, yes. Tell us what issues you've been having with your boy and your crib. So Atlas has his own room where he sleeps. Mm-hmm. Is At- it a library? <laughs> <laughs> nice. We call it Atlas's room. And um, my wife has very kindly been sleeping in there with him. Oh, wow. In the crib? No. So she sleeps on the floor. She's got like a mattress and mm-hmm. a whole bedroom set up. And Atty sleeps in. It's, it's, not a, what, it's not a bassinet. It's not a bed. It's in between that. It's a bassinet. bed. <laughs> it's a bed in it. It's a cot. A bed in it. A bassa bed in it. Oh, a cot. It's a it's a Australian, you know, health like, and safety. Uh, like um, criminals sleep in. Yeah. This is yeah. really boring to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is profoundly boring to me. I think our audience skews a little younger than us. Yeah. Then. They're going to be really. Be really bored. So they're going to be really bored. Yeah. So just get to the point, and then we'll bring the funny. Right. So, El, now that Atlas is about six months, Al's been trying to move okay. back to the bedroom. Sure, sure. She wants sure. to come. You don't want to get me. into. Oh those yeah, she bad wants habits. to uh, cuddle her man at exactly. Night. Yeah, she doesn't want to sleep on the floor and be, you know, on his every need. Yeah, next to the boy. And the boy needs to learn. Yeah, Mark, I think is taking a bit of the tone of of the of, of an older generation. No, no, I think it's. I think I watched an episode of Mad About You once, and uh, there was an episode where. Uh, Paul Buckman and Helen Hunt. Now I know Buckman is the name of the character. It was a uh, Paul Reisner. Is it Paul Re- Paul Reisner and Helen Hunt? Is it Reisner? Reisner Buckman Paul. All of this. I can't remember like, Helen Hunt's character's name, but I know Paul's character was called Paul, and I remember his surname being Buckman. Can't remember the surname of the actor, so I'm going to say Paul Buckman and Helen Hunt. Yeah. And they're sitting out. They have a kid, 
and they're sitting out and it's crying and the advice they've been given is, you know, it's got to get, they got to get through it on their own mm. because if you keep coming in yeah, and you go, and already I'm overwhelmed just by saying all of this, I'm overwhelmed yeah. and I'm not a parent and none of this is real. And yet I'm about to have a panic attack. How do you do it? Well, hundred percent. I I'm, I'm the, I, as far as that goes. And I think that's real and legitimate. Milk. Milk is good. The child needs milk. I don't know if that's an age-appropriate film for a six-month-year-old. <laughs> I think. I think uh, that it, I think that it's important for all babies, no matter their age, to face um, the complex history of America. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I just worry that the uh, assassination at a uh, you know seeing that at such a, a young age um, would be a little hard. And then also, I'd only do it. Gi- Give the context of who Sean Penn is as a man and then let them make their choice about whether they want to see that film or not. Yeah. That's oh, all I'll yeah. say. Mm. Mark's so up to date. Yeah. Old actors. Tom, any other issues with the babies and whatnot? Well, you haven't solved my first issue. Well, yes, I have. The milk. Now, no, next issue, no. Tom. <laughs> no. Well, what's the issue? The issue is uh, none of us are adjusting well. Oh, well, you've just got to give the baby uh, milk. Yes. Pop it in the bed. Back. And back. then say, off to bed, baby, and then you guys have a good night's sleep. Yeah. Have you tried, Um, uh, is one of you sleeping in the room with Atlas? No. So Al's moved back to my room, mm. our room. When I was she wants 20, to be with her man. When yeah. I was 22 yeah. years old, yes. uh, I got really, really drunk with a few friends in my apartment in uh, Windsor, I yes. believe, yeah. um, near Chapel Street. I got really, really drunk, and I stayed up till 5 a.m. It was a really big night. That's we were, so late. Mm. We were drinking goons. Maybe That's the six. morning. Well, be, but it was fine because I had nothing to do the next day. I was young. Yeah. yeah. So we partied. We got very, very drunk. And then at 5 a.m., I believe, I realized that I had misread my work calendar mm-hmm. and that I had to be at work at 10 a.m. Maybe not. No, it was 10 a.m. the next day. Mm -hmm. And I was drinking still at 5, 5.30. I was very drunk and I was still drinking. There was no way. Not only would I be hung over at 10, I would still be drunk. Not only that, it was an after work sort of drinks. It was with co-workers. So I was wearing my (laughs) uniform while I was partying. Right. So I stank. I stank of booze, of sweat, and I didn't have a change of uniform, and it was 5 a.m. Do you know what I did? What did you do? Please tell me you had a shower. I had a shower. Right. I got a couple of hours sleep. Yep. I put back on the uniform that I was wearing, mm-hmm. and I went to work, and I stank, and I was drunk, and I served people, mm. people that had paid good money to go to gold class. <laughs> what were they seeing at that time? Uh, I believe they were watching, you know, it, it might've been, uh, Harry Potter part seven, part two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think it was a little after that. So it might've been a Spider-Man, the second generation mm. number one. Yeah. Amazing. Spider-Man, you know, with, yeah. uh, Andrew with Garfield, Andrew Garfield. It was around that era and I served them. And then I think, uh, the next person came in on for that shift after about two hours. And my manager said, Zach, I, you can go home. <laughs> And then I, <laughs> instead of going home, I um, got some popcorn and I watched Horrible Bosses. <laughs> Tom, does this help you? No, this is uh, <laughs> irrelevant. Well, uh, you don't well, see the, you don't see, uh, just, uh, yeah. I did all of that on two hours sleep, my man. Yeah. Come on, man, track the metaphor. 
You know, track the metaphor. I see it now that you've pointed it out. You yeah, know, I did all of that on top. I was still drunk when I served those people, mm. but I used my charm. Yeah. Have you thought about um, talking to your child? Uh, I talk to my child every day. But like sort of explaining the situation and going, because like I know sometimes we wrap things in cotton wool yep. and, uh, you know, we're afraid to just be direct. But have you tried just sitting Atlas down and going, look, mate, I'm struggling. Your mother's struggling. We all need to pull our weight. Mm. Yeah, um, Atlas is months old, yes. Six months old. Yeah, a, a baby. Mm. Yeah. I'm, well, not, yeah, I'm well, not sure he would comprehend. Oh, sorry. That's not what I was saying. Oh, sorry. What I was saying is even a baby can comprehend. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that they need to pull their weight. Step yeah. up. I think he can just sense that his mother's not in the room anymore. This feels mm. like as much as this is a funny idea, mm. this is real shit for Tom. Mm. Yeah, 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 I know. And I, and I we know checked, that I checked with him to I make know, sure this was going to be I okay. I know you did. Yeah. And it is okay. I know it is. <laughs> but I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> I've uh, got ads. You don't feel comfortable, but now we are going to go to ads. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I said go to ads. a world record attempt. <laughs> 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 there might be ads now. <laughs> go to ads. James said ad, and before I comprehended, my was ad. It came out of me. I didn't mean for that to happen. I didn't plan for that to happen. James, I, before this sh podcast. It shook me to my very core. And I took, for a moment, I blanked out. I think in that moment when I said go to ads, I may have been in another dimension. Okay, so new, new rule, James. So before this podcast, we were talking to James. We said, James, he's just been feeding ads to Broden. Yeah, because he's the said, one who keeps things on track around. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? From now on, tell all of us about ads. If it's okay with you, Mark, yep. I would like to rescind that right from Mark. <laughs> rescind it. <laughs> That's fair, but but you have to admit I was efficient. He you was were efficient. Well, you got record to, pace. But yes, absolutely. I got spooked. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I got spooked. And that's why it was, it's the same as a jump scare, but instead of screaming, I went into action. Yeah. I went into the action that the podcast required and needed. No, I love that. I love that for you. I love that for you, Tom. Mm. But from now on, you just feed it to me. Great. And now, some ads. Good. That's <laughs> how you do it. See how smooth that was? Yeah, that's see how smooth that was? Really well done. And we're back from potentially some ads, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't listen to the podcast. No. What were we talking about? We're talking about. We, we covered oh, it. Tom's I've, no, but I've got, to sleep. Yeah, but I've got some advice. Okay, you give advice, and then yeah. Tom will keep it moving. Yeah. Okay. Some what new problems. does your wife smell of, Tom? Ah, uh, mm, like her perfume, I imagine. Her perfume. Yeah. So here's what I recommend. Okay. If Atlas is, so Atlas is a baby, yes. right? As you said, not intelligent enough to have a, a heart-to-heart. -heart. But intelligent enough to watch the film Milk, which has some very complex things. Very odd, you know? right? Um, I don't understand where this child's brain capacity is. Yeah. So mm. here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Uh, Lenny is Greek. Yes. Any butchers in the family? Uh, no, not that I think of. I'm sure someone would know someone where they could get a leg of prosciutto off the back of the truck. 100%. Right? 100%. Get you a good deal on it, right? You're not paying that fucking 65 a kilo in the supermarkets. No. Actually, I could probably get you <laughs> a leg of ham. I know someone through my father. Yeah, great. I could get you a beautiful leg of ham, mm. right? $12 a kilo, mate. Off the back of the truck. 
Now, here's what I say. You get oh, a, I thought that was your advice. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's, that is a good deal. Yeah, it right? is a good deal. No doubt. But then this links into the advice. Right. You get a couple of legs of ham. Yep. Okay. You build a ham wife. Okay. You spray that ham wife. Yep. With her perfume. Yep. You cut off all her hair. You don't have to do this step. You stick that hair on the ham wife. Yeah. Now, you and, don't have to do it on the head. Baby is not... A baby, is, a baby uh, only develops the understanding of hair on the head yeah. at eight months. Yeah, right. So yeah. all you need to do is glue a quantity of your wife's hair mm-hmm. onto the ham wife. You yeah. get a rope. Yeah. Tie that rope around, you know. The ham. The ham. And you hang it from the roof. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you've got a hanging ham wife in your child's room. Smells like your wife. Mm-hmm. And ham. And ham, which babies love. Studies have shown that seven out of ten babies love the smell of ham. Mm -hmm. They go crazy for it. Now, if you're worried uh, that your child is one of the three out of ten, two out of those three, they are neutral to the smell of ham. It's not going to be a problem. Just take a small slice of ham, wave it in front of your child. Mm. Yeah. I found the tone (laughs) (laughs) For for this podcast. Wave the ham in front of the child. If you see an adverse reaction, you know, this is not a ham child and you're really going to recreate a lot of Mark's advice mm. then with maybe corn mm. or just some um, Coles green bags. Yeah, sure. And I'll, and I'll, man, I will take that ham off your hands. Mm. Yeah. So it's never going to go to waste. No, of course not. No. My family loves ham. Mm. So ham wife, Tom, problem number, or did you have any more about ham wife? No, what I, and I think that will uh, solve the issue because uh, the baby's not, Smart enough to know that ham wife is not, or ham mum uh, isn't a real mum. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're going to feel that presence of the ham and make sure that rope is around the neck part. Yeah, of course. And hang that from the roof. Yeah. So ham mum is just sort of hanging in there. Hanging in there. Hair's stuck wherever. Now, smells like your wife with the perfume. Mm. Your child, your child is at six months, is that right? Correct, yeah. Now, here's what's going to happen. At about 13 months, yeah. your child is going to comprehend uh, based on the lack of movement, that ham mum is not a real mum. Right. They're going to see this hanging sort of um, edifice. Yep. And they're going to say that's not a real person. Based only. Now, initially, uh, up until the 80s, mm. uh, ham mum was a very effective technique. Mm. And they stopped doing ham mum at 13 mm. months. Mm. What they've since realized, um, studies have shown, is that it's the lack of movement. Yeah. So actually, you're going to get another six months out of ham, mum, if you um, create a sort of audio animatronic effect. (laughs) What you're going to need is a tape recording Mm -hmm. of your wife or yourself. Again, they can't differentiate the voices until seven years. Yeah, right. Um, Any familiar voice sounds the same to a child until seven years. Mm. So you record yourself, your mum, or anyone that the child knows saying saying something. It doesn't have to be... In English, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be in Greek. It's just, just sort of talking to the child. And then just uh, just using a sort of robotic effect, you can buy these from um, ham mum shops. Mm-hmm. They're a specialty shop. I think there's a couple in the outer suburbs of Melbourne. Or you yeah. can make one yourself. You just basically want to get ham mum walking around yep. the room like a robot. Mm-hmm. You want a ham robot mum walking around the room. And that's going to get another six months of comfort for the child. Yeah, Your right. child's going to be lying in their bassa bed. Mm-hmm. And I hope you've upgraded to a bassa bed at 13 months mm. from a crib. And the ham robot mum is going to be walking around going, cuckoo, child, cuckoo. Mm. I would also suggest a backlight ham mum so that she comes across as a silhouette 
Oh, yeah. And the child can't make out, you know, the word bataki. Uh, <laughs> Children love silhouettes. Mm. They do. They oh, do. God, they do. That's that, and that's, I mean, I mean, you ask any parent, they'll say a child loves a silhouette. But there are, there are studies that back that up. There was a study in Thailand in 1972 where they presented children with the um, original product and the silhouette of the product. And children, 17% more responded to the silhouette. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And that's in Thailand. Mm. They haven't been able to recreate that study in, uh, but you know, it's it's good. It's worth a shot. Look it up. It's on YouTube. What? Any other problems? And what other problems have you been having, Tom? Uh, So Atlas has started on solid food. (laughs) A crazy time for any parent Uh going from liquids to solids. Yeah. And now he uh, he's sort of like salivating a lot and getting a lot of food around his face. And now he's started to have a, a reaction to that. So he has an, quite a nasty rash around his double chins and around his mouth. From his own right. uh, spit uh, spit and saliva? That's what we think it is because we took him to the doctor naturally. Yes. Um, and they said it wasn't an allergic reaction. It was... Um, Just a wetness. Like, a, yeah, a contact. They call, it's got a word. What kind of doctor did you take him to? Uh, we have a special doctor that just does babies. Baby oh, doctor. great. Great. Yeah. yeah. In Ivanhoe. Wonderful. Can't remember Tom, their name. Can I ask how much gold leaf are you putting on the food? Uh, none. Good. Good. Mm. Um, you don't want to be putting gold leaf on the food. Right. It, it, as much as it is beautiful, mm-hmm. that's a metal. Yep. You know, and, um, and an expensive one. And an expensive one. It doesn't have nutritional value, mm-hmm. uh, and studies have shown that it just passes right through the child. Right. Yes. I would take all the money that you've been spending on gold leaf and spend it on bionicles mm. because children love bionicles. Mm-hmm. There's a rich law within the bionicle mm. world. Mm. They come in a can. Now, obviously, <laughs> Atlas at this point is too young for bionicles. Yeah. But that's okay. You can put that well, in a box. Atlas mm-hmm. is a pretty smart kid. Uh, Atlas's understanding of Phil lit. Milk is, mm. was, is pretty mm. deep, as is my understanding. It's so pretty... I would argue that uh, understanding the lore of Bionicles and, and the mechanics and uh, getting excited about those masks, mm. I think would be a really good thing and would make sense for Atlas. But look, I don't know. I'm not a father. I just love bionicles. I'm not a father, but I am an expert in yeah. fatherhood. I, mm. uh, Tom, I've written four books on it. Yeah. Tom, any Name other those problems? Books. Um, uh, your kid and you. Yep. The <laughs> uh, first six months. Mm-hmm. Yes. The first 12 months. Okay, does that double up a little? No, it's a sequel. It, uh, it's a sequel. But wouldn't the first 12 months cover the first six months as well? I, I, uh, Shouldn't it be the next six months? No, I, about a third of the book is on the first six months, sort of adding to, elaborating. I encourage people to buy the first six months, mm-hmm. but I Smart. add to, I elaborate on it. Um, and then, of course, um, uh, no more gold leaf mm. and, other, and other tips. And don't forget about diapers for dummies. No, I didn't write that. Oh, really? No, 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 no. How big can that book be? Oh, it's very long. Really? Yeah, I could have sworn it was by. No, no, no. I, I, I advised on it. Yeah, um, right. One of my PhD students, they wrote that as their thesis. <laughs> I was a test subject. for dummies. I was, was a, I was a test subject. What was it? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, they wrote that as their thesis and they must have worked with you, but I advised them on that. But no, that wasn't my book. Yeah, right. Tom, what's your next problem? Um, well, can we talk about what are you feeding your kid if not gold leaf? Ham? So we're doing all the allergy tests, so a little bit of fish, a little bit of egg, 
uh, all the fruits, all the vegetables. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any meat yet. So he's a pescatarian at the moment. Excellent. Um, yogurt. Uh, yeah, scrambled eggs. my issue with this, that's a great question. Boring stuff. Yeah. Mm. We want to get to the problems. Mm. You understand that that's really boring mm. to mm. me. I don't mm. care what you're feeding mm. your child. Yeah. Tell me your next problem. Um, he can roll from his back to his front, but he can't roll back. Ah. Uh, is yeah. that a lack of will and determination that you're noticing there in your child? No, I think it's like uncoordination. He doesn't know where to put his arm or how mm. to push him. He doesn't have the strength, perhaps, yeah. to start uh, the movement. Maybe he doesn't have the strength of spirit. Yeah. Well, he's a very say, spirited young boy. Well, I would say it uh, it requires a lot of spirit, a lot of uh, a lot of free will and vigor to turn back and vigor. Mm. And uh, maybe maybe it's because Atlas um, has a weak character. I don't think so. I named him after the Titan who carried the world on his shoulders. Yeah, and I uh, his middle name is Artemis, the goddess of hunting. And also because you love Artemis Fowl, I believe. Yeah, I, do. I did like that book <laughs> Tom, when I grew up. Tom, I think what you're hearing right now from mm. Mark is some examples of some of those outdated ideas. You're probably hearing some mm. advice like that from your parents. And, and it was a test. Um, mm. sure. And you handled it well because do you know why? Why? You protected yeah. your boy. Yeah. I'm actually not, defended him. I'm actually not confident it was a test. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, um, I think you said that advice in all seriousness. Is this a test? Maybe. <laughs> Or maybe I'm being a provocateur. Mm, mm. Uh, I'm going to accuse you now of, of giving bad advice. Okay. Um, there's going to be a lot of charlatans mm-hmm. out there. Yep. There's going to be a lot of people saying stuff like this. Mm-hmm. In fact, this was all a test. Yeah. <laughs> advice is like flour. Yeah. Sometimes when you're baking, you need to use a sieve to sift through that flour. Mm. flour. Um and other times you, the recipe doesn't call for it and yeah. you just uh, use it as it as it is. Tom, it is perfectly normal for a six-month-old. Mm. Well, maybe it's not perfectly normal. I really don't <laughs> want to be saying on the record anything. <laughs> yes. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't perfectly normal. Or maybe it is is perfectly normal. Mm. Or maybe it's not perfectly normal yeah. for whatever it was you said. I didn't really listen. But here's the thing. Mm. You've got the ham mum. Mm. Roll that ham mum over. See what happens. Now, there yeah. aren't really studies. There's some preliminary studies about uh, ham mum demonstration. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been mixed results. And usually I wouldn't be giving that kind of advice. I didn't write this in the book. But you're having some troubles. I say roll that ham mum over. Yeah. And uh, see if that has a, I would, has a result. I would recommend reading my book yeah. on fatherhood. Oh, you wrote a book too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, it covers a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called So You've Fallen in Love with Ham Mum. Ah. <laughs> Which happens. Yeah. It's, this uh, is, this it's is a phenomenon. A, it's a phenomenon. This is more um, of a ham wife issue, which was a study that sort of emerged in the 70s. Well, there's a lot of thruples now. Yeah. Uh, due to the recent, because um, as ham got better, so did the sensation of fucking ham. Yeah. <laughs> And that has led just to a lot of couples, you know, bedding ham mum. Ham mum. See, this is what you've got to understand. Yeah, yeah. That is very, that is very uh, pertinent in my book. Is that you've fallen in love with ham mum? Is is for all parties involved. Tom, any other issues? I think we've got time for for one more one more issue, Tom. 
um, maybe we'll we'll get that one last issue in there and and uh, and uh, give you some advice. Yes, mm. and then and and then I'd love to know uh, how you're going to take this advice, put it into practice in the real world. Okay, I don't really care about that. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I mm. don't really care about you or your child. Yeah, I'm here to sell my book. Mm. Did your new book? My new book mm. called called Ham Mum into the future. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> You're you're a ham you wife motherfucker. Ham you mom. knew I was writing a second follow up to my ham mum book, and you've just you've just come and you've stolen my thunder. Ham mum is one of the most um, used techniques in parenting today. Of course, there's going to be multiple books about ham mums. Mm. I just didn't know that the release of yours was coming before my... I told you about my sequel to Ham Mum. I told you about my... You know I'm working on Ham Mum stuff. I must have just forgotten. Mm. Tom. <laughs> yes. What's your last issue? So he's, uh, he can sit up by himself now. Okay. Nice. Completely independently. He sits there. He has great balance. I can do that? Yeah. yeah it's fucking Has sick. great balance. He can lean forward and grab stuff and pick stuff up. But every now and then, he does eat shit. Got to be careful of that noggin. As in... Oh. Falls over. Right. Yeah, he doesn't eat poop. See, here's where one of those rare it. occasions when, when, where I thought, when you said he eats shit, I thought, well, howdy doody, crazy time, in all seriousness, drop the pretend thing about the books. Finally, my experience owning a dog <laughs> <laughs> will actually come because I know how to deal with... Eat something that's eating shit. Yes. Yeah. And I thought Literally. what you were leaning towards, I thought the story was going, um, he can sit up on his own, but we have to watch him. Yes. Because sometimes when he sits up, it's in the uh, pursuit of eating his own poo. <laughs> no, he just fucking stacks it and you've got to be really careful. Well, uh, again, so both of us thought you were talking about eating, eating shit. Yeah. And this may shit. help because this is a story from, uh, from my youth um, where uh, my brother, uh, I was a baby, I was a little baby. Mm-hmm. My brother walked in to the lounge room and uh, I was sitting there as a baby on my own. I'd opened up my nappy and I'd taken my feces and I rubbed them all over my face and my body. Mm -hmm. And my brother, uh, who's four and a half years older than me, so he's maybe about five at this point, uh, saw that and uh, vomited. And then my cousin, mm. who was about the same age as my brother, walked in, saw my brother vomit, saw me with poo and feces all over myself, and then he vomited. And then my mum had to come in and clean not only a pooey baby, but two five-year-olds who had yeah. vomited all over the Mark, floor. Mark, Mark, so I wish you hadn't have, had specified that they were five years old. Can we just pretend you didn't specify? Oh, because you're going to say... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So can we just pretend you didn't specify? Yeah. yeah. Mark, enough about last week. Mm. What was the story <laughs> you were going to tell about your childhood? <laughs> very, very good. Very good. And I, and I just want to say, Zach, that I uh, specifically mentioned the age to avoid that little joke. <laughs> but that's such a shame. I know. Why would you, you know, it's funny to think of you with shit through your beard and whatnot. Well, that happens enough these days that mm. I didn't want people to think that it was real. So, um, Tom, yeah. we hope our advice to you has been fruitful really and positive. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, what's one big lesson? One. One. One of the lessons that we've taught you that you're going to take away. You're going to take. I think that... Um, you know, don't, parenthood. Don't fuck ham wife. Yeah, don't fuck ham wife. Well, I mean, you can. Just read my book. So you've fallen in love with ham wife. 
you've got to understand there's some real division in the in the uh, academia here. Mm. I, I'm still very anti-fucking anti-life. Yeah. I, I, M- Mark sees it as a bit of an American pie kind of escapade. I see it as fucking a dead pig. Yeah. Well, parts of a dead pig. Parts of a dead the pig. The flesh. Well, the pig. one part of many dead pigs that have been sort of stuck together with some scotch yeah. tape. Yeah. So to me, that is a taboo still. But mm. but not everyone fucks Hamwife. You can fall in love with Hamwife oh, yeah. without, mm. without fucking it. Um, and in fact, many have. Uh, you can read about this in the sequel to So You've Fallen In Love With Hamwife. Mm. So You've Fallen In Love With Hamwife but refuse to fuck it. Different. Our books are so different. Are they? Yours is about not fucking a ham wife. Mine is about the potential uses of ham mum into the future. Some of the uh, less studied areas. Well, that is chapter six in my book. Oh, it's mm-hmm. I touch on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you But know. that is fair. That's good to know. Tom, um, I hope that you've learned a lot from this. Yeah. Um, I really don't know how to end this, though. So instead of ending it... Mm. What I was propose, what I would propose to you, mm-hmm. is that the podcast just sort of cuts off now. You've been listening to the Auntie Donna podcast. Thanks for joining us for another rip episode brought to you by AuntieDonnaClub.com. See you next week. Listener.